Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Addict, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, folks. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. And today we're honored to have filmmaker Emmanuel Cherry with us to discuss the award-winning documentary titled Fam, Women Healing the World. You know, I had the good fortune to see this wonderful documentary. It's very powerful, very inspiring, and it includes interviews with 100 influential women. It celebrates women around the world who are transforming and healing our global society, and it also explains how feminine values like nurturing and cooperation are needed to solve many of the crises facing today's world. I was just so pleased to know that someone had gone to all the trouble to make a movie like this. And during 2013, I'm not surprised, the documentary won numerous awards and honors, including a Best Spiritual Movie Award from the Conscious Life Expo, the Illumination Humanitarian Award from Lady Filmmakers Film Festival, and the Global Citizen Filmmaker Award from the Santa Barbara Documentary Film Festival. Before bringing our distinguished guest on. Let's check with Nikki Starr to see if she's ready to help with the show. Nikki, are all systems go in the chat room? They are, and we're very excited for Emmanuel, very. I know, I know. It's been quite a while since I saw the film, and I, the minute I saw it, I said, oh, we've got to have him on the show. And thanks, Nikki, for uh, wrangling the, uh, the chat. I see we already have... Uh, a loyal listener in the chat room, Nancy Lombardo from Comedy Concepts, and I'm sure there will be more people coming coming in. I want to thank Nancy for signing in to participate and uh, any other people who sign up for the chat. We really appreciate that, and as well as our other listeners, and we also appreciate Emmanuel taking the time to be with us today. I better tell a little bit more about his background because, after all, this is Movie Addict Headquarters, and he has an impressive background as a director, writer, and producer. He directed the thriller Tell Me No Lies, the horror film Scarecrow, and the peace documentary The Invocation, which Sharon Stone narrated. And I should say Sharon Stone was involved in, um, as, as the executive producer on the film we're going to talk about today. Emmanuel also produced or co-produced films like Wildflower, Another Nine and a Half Weeks, and shattered image. So it's my great pleasure to bring him on now. Welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters, Emmanuel. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for welcoming me. It's always nice to join a happy group of uh, high thinkers, and uh, I hope we're going to have a good, uh, a good time together and a good conversation. I'm sure that we will, and we're so glad you're here. I want to personally congratulate you on them. It's really such an important 
documentary. So uh, I know that Nikki is interested in uh, finding out uh, the answer to this question, as I am. Um, it that does seem to be rather uh, strange that it would be a man who made this movie. So please tell us, how did you happen to get involved and, uh, in this? Why did you take on such an ambitious project? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fair question. Even so, immediately I would have to say that, on the contrary, I think men, sh all men should do a movie like this because it's about time we thank you to give us life, to carry us, and uh, some time to carry us even into you know the beyond when uh, because usually you outlast us <laughs> so so we <laughs> owe you we owe your life uh, during before during and and probably after so i think you know it it actually it surprised me that no man you know just dare to uh, to be of service to women because it's really not me directing women, you know, when, when you say I'm a director of femme, you know, I'm, I'm more a, a humble servant of femme. You know, basically my idea was to really understand uh, where I come from, obviously from the belly of a woman, and, uh, and from there how women have been so influential in our lives and also how at the same time we have dismissed that influence and we have chosen because of this ultra-patriarchal dominant killing system that we've been the victim of for the last at least 5,000 years, we have chosen mm -hmm. to tell our story, man's story, but not your story, her story, you know, it's, it's incredible that all the biggest achievements somewhat uh, are due to men. And when we know perfectly that equally there are huge achievements by women, whether in the scientific world or religious world or political world. So I think it, it was about time that uh, a guy humbly, you know, put himself on his knees and say, please, let me be of service and, and carry your voice. And hopefully this time, you know, you will be heard because not only obviously women would embrace the movie and love it, but men will realize, oh my God, it's incredible how much I owe to women and, and how much I should reconsider my relationship with them and my respect toward them and, and put them on a the pedestal because indeed, without you ladies, we men are nothing and it's clear. So that, that answers your, part of your question and, and really what happened is that uh, as you mentioned earlier on, I directed another documentary f uh, which wasn't yet released for sad, macho reason because the distributor, who is a man, refused to put it out because huh. it was a, a movie that uh, explained how we are one and how we are equally one in front of the notion of God because the movie, which is called The Invocation, is an exploration of the notion of God and peace around the world. And it has people oh. like uh, Deepak Chopra, the Dalai Lama, Desmond Tutu. And so I took a leap of faith and for five years went all around the world and tried to really understand and grasp at, at that notion of oneness, whether you call it God or quantum physics or, you know, oneness. And, and what I came back is that, obviously, we, we are one. And if any definition of God, that's that oneness that is God. It's not something separated from you and a dude in the clouds. I mean, that's, again, the macho vision, you know. But because of that, because of that 
vision that was really equalitarian, uh, very respectful, very inclusive, the co-financer refused to put it out. And, uh, and, oh. But finally, we're going to have, finally, after four years of, of a constant fight to put it out, it's going to come out this year. So anyway, oh, when I did that movie... When I did that movie, I went all over around the world and interviewed a bunch of men, but also a bunch of women. And I realized oh. the answer that were given to me by the Karen Armstrong and the Sharon Stone and the Sandra Ingerman and on and on were much more interesting and offering a fresher perspective and a richer perspective than the answer of the of the typical men, of the Deepak and the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu, who are great men, and I salute them and, and respect them tremendously, but they tend to me to repeat always the same thing. And I think women, because they've been struggling with us men to, to be heard, you have tried to reinvent the wheel as a way of speaking. And so I think the solution that you are offering today are fresh, they are innovative, and they offer a different perspective. And therefore... After the end of the invocation, when I was done with that movie, I realized, oh, my God, really, all the root of the problem on Earth, it's not money, it's not religion. It's really that macho vision and application of the world. And so it's about time we do a movie that is really geared and focused at rebalancing the feminine and the masculine. And really, ultimately, femme, even so, it's called femme, women healing the world. It's really about humanity healing mm -hmm. itself by joining force, forces. So the movie is I, really truly about the partnership between the masculine and the feminine, and it's not a pro-feminist movie or a pro-macho movie. It's, it's about choosing a third way, which is the way of including and balancing all of us, because together we, the feminine and we, the masculine, we are and we create life. So why are we at, at clashes and why are we in conflict? It makes no sense because without you, again, we are nothing, and without us, you are nothing. Well, so I that's think a, that's a long a, answer to your qu short question. Well, it's a great answer to the question, and uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, and I was so uh, impressed with the, with the women that I saw in your in your movie, some of them I had never heard of, and uh, others uh, I have heard of, and I didn't, but I didn't know that they were involved in so many activities and programs that were, you know, changing things. And I, w I was surprised uh, about Sharon Stone because I've just known her <laughs> as an actress, you know, kind of a sexy actress, <laughs> and, and and here she executive executive produced the film, and she spoke so eloquently about the the topic in in the film and and now I know how she got in got involved because you knew her from the movie that you were making the the invocation isn't that correct Yes exactly what what happened is when I did the movie about God I really wanted to challenge that notion of God and so as a narrator I thought ha ah, I think it would be much more interesting instead of having a Morgan Freeman or a Deepak to do the narration, why don't we ask a woman? And for some weird reason, um, 
I had her voice in my head, you know, maybe because I grew wow. up with her films, um, but somewhat had that, that very strong feminine and macho voice in my head that Sharon has, uh, a very sweet but very strong voice. And so I, I went after her, and I really I, I had to be persistent. It took me uh, almost two years uh, of showing her cut after cut of the movie for finally convincing her to, to become a, a partner and, and join me. And so obviously, when we were done and she was happy with the movie, uh, I told her about my idea of doing that movie film. And she said, well, you know, if you want uh, my, my services and, and be a partner again, uh, I'd be glad to be uh, in it and to help you. And, and she was great. She's a great partner. She's very supportive. And at the same time, she knows uh, how to let me be creative and crazy and, and leading in my <laughs> own inclusive way um so so it's great you know and, and and i'm glad that in a way it it shows a different aspect of her personality and a different aspect of her talent because i i really think especially for the last few years she has been you know a little bit underestimated in terms of the spectrum of of the things that she's doing beyond acting you know she's very very active with the fight for aids with the elton john mm -hmm. uh, foundation but also AMFAR, and, and right now she's also involved with several other organizations to try to bring peace to the Middle East. You know, we together uh, went uh, to um, Warsaw last uh, November where she got a, a peace award summit from the Nobel laureates uh, to recognize all of her efforts. So, you know, it's uh, really it was about time that uh, I, hopefully I give a new light onto her that is not just focused on the memory, on the, on the distant memory of her, you know, crossing and uncrossing her legs. You know? Yes, so, that's, that's, so right, they, that's they, right. You know, like, like all of us, there is always more than the one-time memory that we give you, you know. I think everybody has such a deepness and a richness in them, but, but people sometimes sadly choose to focus on just one side of what we have to offer, and that's it. When and really, we are, we are so rich as an individual, and we've got so much to offer. Exactly. And we should mention to the listeners that uh, we did invite Sharon Stone to, uh, to be on the show today. But she's uh, making movies and, and TV, uh, TV responsibilities. And um, didn't you say she's uh, not even free to attend this conference that you're, um, that you're attending and that FEM is being shown? Uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit about that conference? Yeah, weekend? right, right. Yeah, yeah. Sharon is, is really busy, and I'm so happy for her. Uh, she's shooting a TV series and a movie, so basically until April she's, she's walking back to back. And indeed, she's not going to be able to attend a, a pretty prestigious event, which is the Conscious Life Expo uh, at the Hilton of Los Angeles Airport this uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And FEM is being shown... Saturday at 2 p.m., and then after that, there is a, an award ceremony which is going to be attended by uh, Miriam Williamson, who is an incredible woman who is in farm and who is also running for Congress. And we're going to get uh, an award for her, for Sharon, and for the movie. And then the next day on Sunday at, uh, I believe, 2.30 uh, p.m., 
we are part of an uh, important panel called the Emergent Feminine, and that panel is attended by many women from FEM, uh, Celeste Yarnal, who is also a producer and an author and an actress, uh, Karen Tett uh, and Miriam Dexters, who are incredible women who are in the in FEM, and then there mm-hmm. will be also we will be joined by Lisa Gar, who's got a radio show like yourself, and uh, and several other women like uh, Jerry Castronova, Dr. Julie Gerland, and Silmara Baruti. So it's it's going to be a very rich weekend, and I invite everybody to come down to the Hilton uh, of uh, LAX. Well, that sounds like a wonderful conference, and and, um, I wish I could thank myself there because I would love to meet some of the people, you and some of the people that you're talking about. So so, um, the people that are in our Los Angeles listeners, anyone around that area, um, be sure to – to think about attending this wonderful event. And I was glad that you mentioned Marianne Williamson because I've been sort of a fan of hers, uh, her books, and uh, she's a great spiritual teacher, I think. And when, when I heard she's running for Congress, I just got very, very excited, almost wanted to move to California to vote for her because (laughs) her platform, um, she, she wants to turn love into a political force, and here's a quote that, that I think is just wonderful. She says, we need a politics of conscience, a new era of public discourse in which love is not minimalized, the voices of women and children are not marginalized, and the future is not bartered for a pot of unrighteous gold. And I say, way to go, Marianne Williamson. <laughs> so, I totally agree really, with her. She is really something. I was surprised to find out the, the things that um, that were mentioned about Maria Bello. That that's another actress that I've really enjoyed and admired. And I did not know that she was a, a co-founder of We Advance, with, which is a mm-hmm. women's rights movement based in in Haiti. That just is doing all kinds of things there to empower women and offer services, including health clinics, education, and empowerment programs. And and I, I hadn't heard of of the Iranian lawyer who won the Nobel Peace Prize. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing her name right. Shirin Ebadi, is that right? Yeah, Shirin Ebadi, absolutely. And uh, we we oh, got. Was- uh, yeah, we have uh, three Nobel laureates in, in FEM, uh, Shirin Ebadi from Iran, Mered Magua from uh, Ireland, and Jody Williams from uh, the UK. So, yeah, they are equally amazing women. And, and I think um, I'd like to also underline, like you said at the beginning of the, the, our conversation, that there are a few of these well-known women, like Sharon and Maya Bello and so on, but there are also really an ocean of women that are lesser known from the medias but who Mm -hmm. equally are making a difference and that was the point of the movie i wanted to show every single human being whether you're a woman or a man that you can and you have to make a difference because we are all agent of change and when you see somebody like marion williamson who is an incredible spiritual leader, but who really take a leap of faith and jump in the political circus 
it's 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 admirable and it's really an example for us to do the same thing and you know when people come at the end of the movie and they say oh my god it, i feel so empowered and inspired what, what, what shall i do what shall i do i would answer the same thing i said run for office whether you run for yes. office like Miriam williamson but you can run for your school for your church for your uh, social group, for anything. You know, basically what it means is you, you need to be active and you need to become the savior of yourself and of each other because we are all the savior of each other. If we are waiting for the Messiah to come back, we're going to wait till we are dead. So that's enough waiting. That's enough talking. We have to act now and we have to become the savior of each other because we are all brilliant geniuses with brilliant solution and question and just waiting to have a chance to speak up so you know we we are all politicians in the sense of uh, politics of for the people or for the city we all have this incredible capacity it's just that society the macho again male you know triangular dominative society uh, has tried to put us in a box and say that's where you belong don't even dare to get out of your box that's all you're good for that's not true you're good for so many things for notions of things so just dare dare to think outside the box and and dare to act outside the box oh and you you are so inspiring and just just like your movie i mean it, it does make you want to do, to do something you know i and you were talking about politics and i i want to mention that um, that our producer nikki star at one time on blog talk radio had uh, a show about politics that I, I followed religiously. In fact, uh, that uh, she and I have been together uh, for about seven and a half years on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm so glad she's still with me. But in the beginning, she was doing a wonderful show about politics, and so maybe after she watches them, she might think about doing that politi- uh, that show about politics again that, that can have so much influence on people. Nikki, would you like to respond to that? <laughs> You know, it's interesting that you say that because I've gotten like about 12 emails in the last three days regarding that show. So, um, yeah, I'll think about it. I had a great time. And I do believe that this movement is important and that, you know, women are key to to the strength of the country and the community. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are leaders. You are born leaders, you know. I mean, again, you give us life and then you take care of our lives for so many years before we're even able to walk. So that's that's a sign. You are born leaders. We are not born leaders. We are taught to be our leaders. And, and many times we are taught in a very wrong way because we are taught in a way of, of the gun. And that's the worst way right. you can teach somebody. You will never succeed if you think you can solve your problem with a gun. That's it, because the reason is a gun is not made for love, a, ma- a gun is made for death. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that is uh, a way, I think, to get into the the, uh, the feminine values that you, you were talking about in FEM and why, why that the energy of the feminine values should be more uh, represented in every aspect of our lives and uh, so what what are the major differences and you mentioned some of them between the masculine you say macho and and the feminine 
value. Well, the, really, really the, 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 the sad thing is there aren't too many differences between you and I, uh, mm-hmm. you ladies and us uh, gentlemen, <laughs> other than, again, that, that education that we are receiving as a little boy, which tell us you cannot feel, you cannot whine, you cannot cry, you have to conquer, you have to take, and by the way, when you're four-year-old, here's a gun and go play. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. if you keep playing with a gun, eventually you use a gun and you realize, ooh, yeah, it, it gives me the illusion. I'm, I'm in charge. And the only thing I have to do is pull the trigger and everybody get down on their knees. And if they don't get down on their knees, I make them get down on their knees and even in the grave. So that, that's the main, 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 main problem is the way we educate our boys still today versus the way – Little girls are educated, and little girls are more educated to care and protect and nurture and become, you know, mummies and housewives and cooks and all these qualities that men should have as well. Because, again, we are not us men born to kill. We are born to love like you ladies. So that's the, the, the major difference. The rest, yeah, of course, maybe we have on the physical level a different type of brain and different type performance but really that's not that's not a, an issue that's actually uh, great because again when we combine these brains and these energies and these forces we create together life so it's 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 a plus you know but but the main problem is the the thoughts that are put in our head as men so you know i think the movie femme is also a great relief for men because when they watch my movie, they, uh, and a lot of men tell me that, they come at the end of the screen and they say, thank you, thank you, you, you liberated me. You know, I, I realize I don't have to be an asshole. I don't have to be the superman <laughs> of the planet. You know, I can be good. And I'm like, not only you can be good, but guess what? You are good. You were born good. It's just society that gives you the impression you have to be bad to pretend to be good when obviously when you're bad you're bad it doesn't work you know brutal force doesn't work so please be good be gentle be a wimp it's fine fail it's fine cry it's fine kind be kind exactly because it's what you have deep deep inside of you man you know deep deep inside of you you don't have an instinct for blood and death that's not true that's put in your head when you're four years old you know i've got two boys right now one is eight and one is two and i i I see them growing and i'm sorry until there's some outside force uh, from coming from TV or from uh, parents who's got a, an incredible silly macho vision of the world that tell them, oh, you know, they need to be tough, these little guys. I say, no, they don't need to be tough. Why do you want them to be tough? You know, this is, this is the beginning of the problem. You're creating a psychological fracture and they're going to grow up with it. And then after you wonder why they snap and they start taking guns and shooting themselves or worse, other people. You know, so that's it. You know, the differences between, again, you ladies and us gentlemen, they are minimum. You know, where you, you're not from Venus and we're not from Mars. That's bullshit. We are from the same wholeness, the same oneness of the yes. universe. Yes. That's it. And we are all good. I love that. Yeah, we are born good. You know, you, evil you doesn't exist. Good. Evil is, a creation, a evil is yes. a creation of men, again, men, you know, trying to scare you with, with evil thoughts and evil doing. 
But evil does not exist. It exists if you want you if you choose to to make it exist. Oh, so it it goes very far, you know, the the movie. We even tackle with with religion because indeed again, all the references in religions are male based. Correct. You know, and and that's incredible. You know, it's incredible that again, a lot of people don't understand that uh, the Bible was written 300 years, 300 years after the death of Jesus Christ, and guess what? Put together with by men only and choosing only texts for men. Uh-huh. And, and then you wonder why we have a, a, a screwed up religious system. Well, don't wonder. You pushed away the women. You pushed away life. So you're paying the price now. But at least you can recognize a mistake and correct them and re-embrace your femininity and the feminine values and the feminine goddess. Because, again, I mean, you know, to engender, you need all the attributes. So to think that God is a dude in the cloud, please, stop uh-huh. being naive. Stop being manipulated. You know what I love, Betty Jo, too, is that it doesn't mean that it's men against women at all. No. It means, which is what I love, it means that it's men and women embracing each other and our common goals and our nurturing with our children and the world. Of course. Absolutely. That was well said, Nikki. Well Thank said. You. That's exactly what that's exactly what what we need. And um, it isn't uh, the war of the sexes or the battle of the sexes at no. all. No, so and then that's what this movie that, that's what this movie points out and I I know Emmanuel you're you're hopeful you're a very hopeful person but what do you think it will take to get peace in the world uh, are you hopeful about it and and what will yes, what will it take to have that happen Yes anybody who's got kids has a duty to be hopeful, you know, or you're a monster. You have to be hopeful, and you have not only to be hopeful, but act on your hope as well. And so get involved with whatever and whatever form you can do. And the the way we will definitely get to a sustainable level of peace is exactly what the movie is suggesting, that we need to get back to this balance of the feminine and the masculine. So it's not that complicated. The problem is obviously... To get to that point of imbalance, it took us 5,000 years, you know, and so Mm. it's going to take some time. But thank God, everything now, because of the technology, the Internet, everything is coming together much faster. You know, the notion Mm. of oneness more than ever is very vibrant and very real. Mm. So one has to believe that, you know, the the speed of exponentiality of things changing and and transforming and evolving will go faster. So hopefully within a few decades, we should feel and live in a world that is much more balanced. And, and we see it already. I mean, look at all the progresses that have been made in religion, in science, in, in gender equality. I mean, we've come from a lot of dark ages within the last 10, 15, 20 years. So we've made progresses. We just need to keep going. You know, we, we are on the, on, the, on the freeway toward peace, and uh, we just need to speed up a little bit, forget about the speed limit. There is no limit on that freeway. It's a spiritual freeway, so you can go as fast as you want, as long as you are very inclusive, uh, uh, very inclusive and, and thinking in terms of love, like Marianne Williamson said. It's, it's all about these three words, you know, I love you. That's it. Everything else is BS. You know, all you need to say every morning to yourself, 
to everybody is I love you. And, and guess what? It's incredible how these little words change everything. But if you choose another set of words, it goes totally, zoom, uh, you know, it goes totally wrong. So it's, again, it's about the choices we make every day. So even if you don't feel like saying I love you, just say it and you'll <laughs> see. Im- immediately, boom, it changes you. You're, you're depressed, just say them, just yell them, and that's it, boom. You're healed. It's it's incredible the energy that uh, this world has. So, so I'm very hopeful, but at the same time I know it's a little bit of a game of patience, you know. And uh, and I'm hopeful also because I see so many people like Marianne Williamson, but you know also Deepak in his own way and and the Dalai Lama and and you ladies getting involved and uh, and talking about you know change and making the change and the effort of changing. So yeah, there is a movement definitely. Uh, there is a movement out there there is a shift you know and I, I really think at one point it's going to happen you know we will wake up and suddenly you know war weapons military will be an absurdity of the past you know we will look at our past and say oh my god really we've done that <laughs> you know like like with slavery uh-huh. like with slavery i mean sure. how, how come with slavery it took us so long so long and and sadly there's still sexual slavery and slavery in some countries but how come it took us so long to realize oh that doesn't make sense Yes, we need to protect every human being. We cannot exploit a, a man based on his uh, race and, and economical background and all that. You know, but it took a lot of time you know, for people to come back to their senses. So right now, again, because of all this, this, this building of this ultra-macho patriarchal system that have really given us a wrong idea of what life is about, we, we have lost our senses. So we need to come back to our senses, and I think little by little we are doing that. And we're enforcing it. You know, too, um, even though without the Internet and without the instant um, news sharing, it's, it wasn't really that long ago that there was slavery, if you think about it, in terms of the world, okay? So that's what gives me hope, is that now when we have such an exponential amount of information shared and people agreeing and instant information and, you know, we see the uprisings in Egypt and things like that, those things are, are like right in our face. That gives me hope that it's going to happen quicker than 40 years. And I know with my children, yes, I have a 15-year-old and a 19-year-old, and they are completely different than I was when I was younger, okay? Mm-hmm. Totally open to love. My, I mean, my son is like, you know, if I had to stay home with my child, that would be fine. Like a total <laughs> generational change, you know? That's so beautiful. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now we have, we have to go back and and look at the the beauty within each other because really that's all we are we are beautiful so let's stop (laughs) focusing ourselves on the little amount of horror out there we know it we are fixing it but please media stop exposing it stop glamorizing and government stop intoxicating us with the idea that we are born to die we know that you don't need to remind us so let us live (laughs) our lives meanwhile you know with peace and love Live every day like you're dying, and you will live because <laughs> we exactly. know we are. Exactly, exactly. Right. Well, I I uh, do want to make sure. Uh, I know that um, that Nikki, thank you for putting the link in to Femme the movie, and I I do want to announce that link uh, for our listeners so that they'll know uh, where to go to see it. It's www. Femme. That's F E M M E. The movie. Com. Did I did I get that right, Emmanuel? 
Yes, absolutely. And right there, you know, not only you can stream the movie for uh -huh. a very small price and yes. download it for barely more, but also it, we build a business model with a partner, which is a great company called Yekra, Y-E-K-R-A, yekra.com. And we build a model where not only we are spreading peace and love with our movie, but we are spreading wealth in the sense where there is on the menu bar, a, a button where you can click uh, that says become an affiliate and mm -hmm. when you become an affiliate it means that you can put the movie on your Facebook page or your website and anytime that somebody is going to watch a movie through your Facebook page or through your site you will get 20% of sales commission so Ooh. I think that also that in terms of Exactly. In terms of economics and politics, we have to revise again this ultra patriarchal macho system that says, hey, we the one person don't care about you, the 99 person rising and making money. Of course you should care, because why do we have problem right now economically? It's not about figuring out another system. The system is okay. The problem is the, the thinking in the system. And the thinking is, yeah. again, a very slavery-based system that really gives give itself the illusion that the one person is going to stay like pharaohs forever. Well, guess what happened to pharaohs? You know, there were revolutions. <laughs> exactly. So it's the same that's going to happen if you guys don't understand that we, the 99%, need to rise outside of our poverty and the ghetto. You will sooner or later you know, suffer the consequences of uh, crazy people doing crazy things. So with that, and, and it's not complicating. Again, it's just about trying to give back a little bit. We're giving you back 20%. You know, it's not that much, but it's good enough for people to keep going and, and make some money from our movie as much as we make some money from that movie as well. And it's spreading oh, such that. a beautiful, it's spreading such a beautiful vision that it's a win-win situation. Exactly. That, that's exactly what you, that, that you, you said it perfectly. It's all about win, win, win. You know, mm -hmm. there is no losers. Nope. Again, you, you can choose to be a loser, but you are really a loser if you choose to be a loser because you Correct. have no excuses to be a loser today. You, we all can win, and we can all be equally happy. Yes, I, I just am so, so thrilled with, uh, with the film and the philosophy behind it. And, but I have to mention, since I'm also a film critic, I have to tell you, Emmanuel, that I, was, uh, I get so tired of these talking heads documentaries. <laughs> and yours, you just, it, was, it was just brilliantly organized. I mean, you, you made it work because you organized the interviews into various segments. And I love the way you used the questions to introduce each segment. And the questions sort of scrolled across the screen like uh, in Star Wars style. So that, you know, kept my eyes interested. And then you you kept one person from dominating each segment and you and and of course there were some talking heads, but you used visually appealing images wherever wherever you could. And I have to mention that I think some of the cinematography in your film reminded me of the guy that I think is going to get the um, the Oscar for best cinematography, Emmanuel Lubetsky. And it, it was just, I, I just was bowled over. And then the music that you used by Yoko Ono and Ricky Lee Jones, uh, I don't know how many other people ha had to uh, 
contributed music, but it just set the right tone to the film. So I yeah. was just uh, very, very impressed as a as a critic uh, in watching this film, along with the message you had you had uh, you had you drew us in with the way that you did the documentary so uh, congratulations for that well it's, it's the people we have to congratulate again you have to to recognize that the movie is not only made that movie is not only made by Emmanuel Ite it's made by 100 plus women and it's made also by a team of people behind the scene and you mentioned the cinematography so i want to salute my director of photography Claude Budin Juto who's a master of the light and who who took so much of his beautiful B-roll and turned this talking head into thinking head. You know, so I want to, to rea- you know, reassure people that when you watch my movie, instead you're not listening at talking heads, you're listening at thinking head. You think when thinking you watch head. the movie. <laughs> And uh, and then as far as the structuring and the editing, that's the incredible job of two men person, uh, a woman named Amanda Estremera, who constantly saved my butt. Uh, you know, she did it with invocation and she did it again with femme at finding a very elastic, very fluid, very feminine structure that's taking you by the hand and guide you without forcing, without preaching. And then that uh, structure was a little bit reinforced by another uh, editor, a guy, um, Yvan Gauthier, who really equally did an incredible job. And, and again, a partnership between feminine and masculine energy, even in the making of the movie. So that, that's yeah. why you don't feel it really more masculine than feminine, you know. And that's why sometimes actually a lot of people think, oh, uh, Emmanuel, you know, Emmanuel is also a, 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 the name of a woman. Uh, so a lot of people think <laughs> I'm a woman. And I'm like, Okay, that's fine. If you well, you're a put, woman, actually, it's a compliment somewhere. I don't mind. <laughs> you know, well, we're all feminine and masculine. because you pulled all these people together. I cannot believe that we're almost out yeah. of time. And I, I just want to thank you, Emmanuel, for being such a terrific guest today. And I want our listeners to go over to that site, www.femthemovie.com. But it is time to wrap things up. So this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support. And to Nikki Starr for all her help with the show, as well as to our chatters and other listeners for tuning in today, especially Nancy Lombardo from Comedy Concepts. And you can listen to that hilarious show on Blog Talk Radio every Friday and Monday at 1030 Eastern Time. Now, I do want to mention about the show that's coming out next time, next Tuesday. I'm really looking forward to it. It's titled Romancing the Oscar, and we'll have independent filmmaker David Spaltro and noted film critic Marilyn Ferdinand will be discussing the romantic-themed movies which have won Academy Awards as Best Picture. It should be lots of pre-Valentine's Day fun. And in the meantime, don't forget to check out our reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. That's all for now, folks. Here's the talented A.J. Daniels to take us out with a song that is very fitting because of the femme theme and because of everything that Emmanuel has told us today. It's a song that Nikki and I dedicate to all our Blog Talk Radio listeners, and today especially to Emmanuel Etcher. Thank you.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details.